Welcome to the Igniting Hope Podcast, where you will experience catalytic encouragement and practical tools to renew your mind with truth instead of lies, so you can experience transformation in your emotions, circumstances, and influence. Let's break off self-limiting beliefs together like never before. The title of today's message is, There is Always a Solution. Why don't you say that with me right now? There is always a solution. Say it again. There is always a solution. This is one of the most powerful beliefs that we can strengthen in our lives. And the more we believe it is the more solutions we'll see. Hey, before I get into the teaching today, let me tell you a few things coming up at Igniting Hope Ministries. We've got an empowering parenting course that we're starting at the beginning of March. We are really fired up about that. We're also doing an online marriage course, and you can find out about both of those at IgnitingHopeAcademy.com. And then in April, we're going to be doing our five-month transformational mind renewal course. And that is just one of it's, I want to say it's our most powerful teaching. Takes the five steps of radical mind renewal and really breaks it down into a doable online course, two, three hours a week. And it's transformational. (laughs) That's why we call it the Transformational Mind Renewal Course. But let's get into today's word. There is always a solution. Now, on our website, ignitinghope.com, we have 25 declarations for leaders and influencers. And if you're looking for something to really strengthen your beliefs in key areas of your life, to increase your influence in your family, Uh, in ministry, at the workplace, in the world in general. These are 25 beliefs to work out. And one of them is the solutions belief. And after each of the titles, areas to work out, like solutions, we have a declaration to be made. And so here it is. In every situation I face... I have many options, solutions, and divine ideas. There is always a solution. Let me read that declaration again. In every situation I face, I have many options, solutions, and divine ideas. There is always a solution. Now, this declaration, this belief that there's always a solution is one of Wendy's and my favorite ones in our Igniting Hope team. We regularly will use will use it. Now, it's interesting. My wife, Wendy, she loves to study on the brain, and she read that if the brain does not believe there's a solution, it won't look for one. Because the brain's kind of like a search engine, and If it doesn't believe there is a solution, it's not going to find one. But if it believes there is a solution, it's going to find one. Now, a couple verses that I want to mention that really support the belief there's always a solution. Number one is 1 Corinthians 10, 13, where it says no temptation. And, And some versions say no trials. No temptation has come upon you except that which is common to man. 
And God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you can bear, but with the temptation will provide the way of escape that you may be able to bear up under it. Now, that's a powerful verse because it says we'll never face anything we can't handle in him. And then it says, with the temptation, with the trial, there is a way of escape. There, there is a solution. There is an answer for everything that we face. Another powerful verse is James 1.5. It says, if any man lacks wisdom, if any man basically doesn't know what to do, needs a strategy, needs a forward movement, if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives generously. Wow, generous solutions and ideas and forward-moving steps who gives generously without finding fault, and it will be given to him. Now, you, you look in the Bible, and because things are hopeless unless you factor in the supernatural. <laughs> you know, I remember the Lord saying, Steve, do you know why you're so hopeless? And I said, no, Lord. He says, because your faith is in you. Your faith is in you. And we also felt, because <laughs> if our faith is in us rather than him, it is hopeless. And we also believed, he said to, to Wendy and me, he said, Stephen, Wendy, I give you permission to be hopeless about anything that I'm hopeless about. <laughs> Never once have we prayed about something and asked the Lord, are you hopeless about this? Never once have we heard, yes, we're hopeless here in heaven. <laughs> we're stumped. There, there are no solutions. This situation is so bad, even prayer is pointless. I mean, look at different situations in the Bible, some of our favorite stories. And, you know, you think about Goliath taunting, you know, shouting in the morning and night for 40 days, just intimidating. And, you know, I can just imagine uh, Saul in his, you know, King Saul and his other leaders that our prayers aren't working at all. God's not doing anything. But all the while, there was a solution named David practicing with his sling. And God had set up a divine appointment when his dad, Jesse, said, hey, why don't you take lunch to your brothers? There is a solution. The Israelites at the edge of the Red Sea in Exodus 14 and 15, and the, the story there and and it looked like there was no solution. It looked like it was hopeless. The, the Red Sea's in front of them. The Egyptians are chasing them down from behind. And there seemed like no answer. And then God says, hey, told Moses, why are you crying out to me? Tell my people to move forward. The solution was for them to move forward. And as they did, and Moses held out his rod towards the sea, the Red Sea parted. There, there's the story in Exodus 17 where Joshua's fighting the Amalekites and Moses is getting tired as his arms are up in the air. They, Joshua's winning. His arms fall down. They're, 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 Joshua's losing the battle and, and it seems like, wow, what's the solution? They put two rocks under Moses' arms, Aaron and her, and help lift his arms. There's a solution. 
Exodus had a story of a, the Israelites coming to bitter water. They found some water, but it was bitter, and and, and it seemed like, wow, what, what a disappointment. And then, and then someone threw a tree into the water, and it became sweet. It became sweet. There's a, there was a solution. Someone what was thinking possibility thinking, not problem thinking. Someone uh, was seeing the glass half full. We, we can figure this out. <clears throat> now, hope people, this is, I'm talking to hope people today. Hope people see solutions where non-hope people don't see solutions. <laughs> because once you have hope, once you hope is the belief that the future will be better than the present and we have the power to help make it so. Once we have hope, then we, then our eyes are opened to what God is doing. We'll see it. John 4, 35, Jesus says, Do you not say four months and then the harvest? But I say to you, look up and see the fields are white for harvest. You say it's not happening yet. You say that we need to wait. But I say to you, look up and see. There's solutions happening. There's things to partner with right now that are happening. And I believe this is in our lives, in our families, in our neighborhoods. There's something to partner with in our cities, in our schools, our workplaces. There's solutions. There's 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 people God's brought there to bring solutions to problems. <laughs> it's powerful. I've, been, I've also been meditating in 1 Kings 18, the story of where Elijah goes up on Mount, Mount Carmel. I believe it's Mark, Mount Carmel. And he's praying and he put his head between his knees, which is represents intercession. And he tells his servant to go and look towards the sea and tell him if he tell Elijah if he sees anything. He says, he says, I see nothing. Basically saying there's no solution to this drought, because that was the issue. There's no solution. And, and he said to the servant, look again. And he looked two times, three times, four times, five times, six times. And then it was the seventh time he saw something. He saw a solution. He didn't quit. And it was the cloud the size of a man's hand. And Elijah said, you know, it's over. It's all we need to see. And a deluge of rain came. By the way, this is a word for somebody who's listening or to this podcast or watching it on YouTube. Here's the word. The Lord is giving you grace to look again. To look again. That's what Elijah said to his servant. Look again. You say there's nothing happening. There's no snow. Look again. Look up and see. Look again in your family. Look again in your workplace. Look again for where favor is. Look again. Look again. And even though it might seem small, it's all over when you see that. There's always a solution. Now, let me, let me get practical. You could just could have got fired from your job this week. There's always a solution. There's a solution for that. There's a way of escape. 
You, you, your family could have just blown apart. Major issue in your family, relationships, there, there is a solution. There, I proclaim it, it's true. There is a solution. You think about your nation and the challenges, there's a solution. There is always a solution. And it could just be small things. I mean, we, again, we use this so frequently. Wow, we, we have a, a difficulty on maybe a Zoom broadcast. Someone, you know, someone says, there's always a solution. And then the moment somebody says there's always a solution, then, then our faith begins to rise. Our hope begins to rise. And we begin to open ourselves up and we begin to see solutions we hadn't seen before, before somebody said that. Maybe you're battling a health situation. There is always a solution. Maybe one of your, your children is, is going off track. There's always a solution. There's a solution for them. There's a solution for you. Maybe you have a financial, you're a million dollars in debt. There's always a solution. Maybe you need $50 million for a vision. There's always a solution. This gets me fired up today because I believe this. In the coming weeks, you're going to find yourself saying this. You're going to speak it out. You don't need to feel anointed to say it. You don't need to have faith goosebumps on you to say it. Just say it. There is always a solution. And when you say it, you're releasing solutions. You're releasing faith. Faith comes by hearing. And like I said, the brain, the way the brain is, is wired, if the brain doesn't believe there's a solution, it won't look for one. Without a vision, the people perish. Without forward movement, without believing there's solutions for problems that we face, we perish. Hope is the belief that the future will be better than the present. And we have the power to help make it so. This is one of the 25 beliefs. And again, why don't you consider doing an experiment of for 30 days saying all 25 of that are on that list, which is 25 declarations for leaders and influencers. You can find it on our website or just do an online search. Put that in 25 declarations for leaders and influencers. It should come up to our Igniting Hope website. You can find it, print it out, or just put it on your phone or, or whatever and say those. Woohoo! That would be a good decision. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this podcast from Igniting Hope Ministries. And we are here to ignite your hope. There's no hopeless circumstances. There's just people who do not have hope. And once people get true hope, circumstances cannot say the same because we believe there's a solution. <laughs> I believe after love, hope is the most powerful leadership, influential quality there is. I mean, the Lord showed, in, showed Ezekiel in Ezekiel 37, a valley of very dry bones, very dry. By the way, the Lord's not afraid of us seeing how dry things are as long as we don't get our beliefs out of its dryness. He's not afraid of us seeing how dry morality is, how dry family is, how dry uh, the bones of, of 
leadership integrity or, or the dry bones of how dry the bones are of, of unity in nations or dry on, on other areas. But because faith isn't enough, but just as long as we don't get our beliefs out of its dryness. And, you know, the, the Lord asked Ezekiel, hey, Ezekiel, can these bones live? He's basically asking, hey, Ezekiel, what do you think? Do you think these bones have a good future? <laughs> because what you think is going to determine what I can do. God has to partner with somebody who has hope to accomplish as well. That's why it's such a great idea for you to be listening to these Igniting Hope podcasts. God has to partner with somebody who has hope to accomplish as well. And in Ezekiel 37, the Lord didn't say, Ezekiel, step aside, watch me prophesy to these bones. <laughs> no, he needs somebody who has hope who's willing to prophesy and speak a good future and, and activate their words to accomplish his purpose. Both God and the devil need our words to accomplish their wills. And remember, too, the joy of the Lord is our strength. You know, we don't need strength at the end of the battle. We need strength at, in the middle of the battle. I used to say, well, I'll be joyful when all my uncertainties are over, when I'm not battling any personal weaknesses. I completely like everything about me and what I'm doing. <laughs> Everybody in my life is doing what I think they should be doing, and I'm not hearing any bad news in the media. Now I'll be joyful. <laughs> Lord said, well, you don't need strength then. You need strength now. I need strength now. I got a lot going. You got a lot going. Battle uncertainties. Areas in our own life where we're seeking to get God's grace to manifest in, in more powerful ways and in, in our families, in, 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 in finances, in ministry, and in influence. Pretty much for everybody who's listening today, today is just not a good day to be radically joyful. <laughs> you know, I've never found a, a time to be radically joyful. Is And... and it's going to be a choice. It's going to be a season where I'm going to say, I'm going after it. I'm going after it. And we're here to help you with that. Because I believe there's a joy impartation even coming through this, this podcast. We can stir up joy by two things. We can stir it up through thanksgiving, focusing more on what we have than what we think we don't have focusing more on what is happening rather than what we think is not happening. Thanksgiving is a gateway. Psalm 100 says we enter his gates with thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is a gateway to many things, including joy. By the way, there's somebody who's watching right now who's going to get so fired up uh, in this season about Thanksgiving. I hear that there's a whole new Thanksgiving movement that's going to come through you and, and you're going to ask the question, can revival start just through increased gratefulness and thanksgiving? And I say yes. And the other way we can stir up the joy of the Lord is through Psalm 37, verse 4, where it says, Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. In the context of that verse, the delighters delighting with unfulfilled desires. There's things that he or she wants to see happen that haven't happened yet. They're called desires. <laughs> do you have anything that you want to see happen that hasn't happened yet? Yes, you do. I do. 
But there's a lighter's delighting with that, with disappointments, with delays. Woo, Lord. Here's what the delighter says. Woo, I, I can't wait to see what you're going to do in this situation. I don't know how you're going to do it, but you're going to do it. I can't wait. I am so excited, Lord, to see. And delighting in the Lord is the opposite of the spirit of heaviness talked about in Isaiah 61. Because when you delight in the Lord, your faith is in God doing it, not you doing it. Delighting is one of the main manifestations of a lifestyle of faith, of hope and faith. Faith with hope, I should say. I've seen just some great breakthroughs recently by turning up my delighting and just getting excited about what God is doing and going to do. And he's doing more than you think he's doing. Hey, if you like these podcasts, why don't you tell somebody else about them? We're so blessed by being able to see many of you or see some of you. And when we travel, I'm going to be in Carmel, Indiana, near Indianapolis in the month of March. I'm also going to be doing a Saturday morning leadership time on the first Saturday morning in March in Marysville, California at a great event by led by Tom Crandall, One Hope for America. I'm a part of that. And then I'm going to be in Wichita, Kansas and the Dove International Leadership Conference in Pennsylvania in April. Looking forward to that and just go to our website, ignitinghope.com, and you can find our itinerary there, Wendy and I, and travel. And, and also, if you want to sign up for our newsletter, we'd love for you to do that. And we can you can receive the blog on Monday that goes along with my podcast, and we'll just announce different events. we got a lot of great things that are coming up. Hey, before I pray for you and just give you the opportunity to pray for us, just let me tell you just a few things that I'm hearing prophetically for you. I'm hearing that 1 Corinthians chapter 13, the love chapter, there's grace on it in this season to dive into it. I'm hearing that there's relational healers within the sound of my voice, and God has given you, uh, you're blessed are the peacemakers, and you're not just going to bring peace through You'll do it through who you are, but you're also going to help people understand each other and bring reconciliation and restoration in relationships. I'm hearing that there's somebody within the sound of my voice is going to get a $10,000 gift, and it's going to confirm to you the direction that you're going, and you're wondering if it's really the direction that the Lord has for you. Somebody's marriage, uh, somebody who's listening, I want to say your marriage, God's going to give you a solution. Even what I said earlier about there's always a solution, you're going to speak it out concerning your marriage, and, and you're going to see a solution. There's a solution to what's happening that is going to surprise you that you haven't seen yet, but you're going to see it because hope sees solutions. Hey, we've been having you pray five seconds for Igniting Hope Ministries, and we so appreciate it, and we just value your prayers. And 
if you would do that again today, that would bless us. You can talk, you can pray over some of the things I've already mentioned, our Empowering Parents course. I think that's a six-week course, our online course for marriage, and also our Abounding Hope and Joy conference. I didn't even mention that. That's going to be the first weekend in May here in Reading. You're welcome to come to that. Or just pray for Wendy and I and our team. We just we just love, we love your prayers. We need your prayers. So why don't you take five seconds right now? And by the way, five seconds of faith-filled prayer is more powerful than 30 minutes of non-faith-filled prayer. So why don't you pray right now for five seconds? Amen. And now take a, a few moments and just, if you're able to, thank God out loud. Just thank him out loud for what you just prayed because your thanksgiving waters your prayers and releases faith over what you've prayed. And I pray for you in the name of Jesus, the Igniting Hope podcast listener. And I thank you, Lord, for grace being released right now for protection, physical healing and health, provision, greater influence, family revival. Uh, I pray for every church that's represented here, that you'd strengthen the leadership, that there'd be a fresh move of the Holy Spirit, souls saved, discipleship, nations discipled because of the churches connected to this podcast. And I thank you, Lord, just for a season of revelation in the knowledge of you, Lord. Revelation, the eyes of their understanding would be open. Thank you so much. I look forward to being with you again on another podcast from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much for listening. You can be a part of our live stream of this Igniting Hope podcast by joining our social media channels on YouTube and Facebook and hitting notifications. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please consider subscribing and leaving a review. Help us get the message of hope out to more people by liking and sharing this podcast. Also, we have so many more incredible resources for you, including books, events, and courses on our website, ignitinghope.com. And why don't you say this concerning the message in today's podcast? I receive it and I'll never be the same again.